0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast.
1: We are your hosts as always, Oscar and Zeke. Please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be considered as personal financial advice.
0: If personal financial advice is what you are after, then please reach out we can connect you with the correct professionals to ensure you get the job done properly. Enjoy the show. Let's get into it.
1: Today, the first time we are doing this via a video chat. Different states, different places. Zeke, welcome.
0: Thanks, mate. Good to be back. Um, it's a shame we we can't be together in person today, but you're off running amuck in, in old Glen Iris, and I'm I'm currently up in Newcastle. Um, Jeez, so yeah, here, here we are.
1: Well, if anyone needed to know where I am, I uh, think <laughs> you kind of just leaked the information. But um, mate, a lot of things have happened. You and I in the last let's say, six months. Do you want to give everyone a bit of a rundown of why we are in different places?
0: Cheeky rundown. I'm currently just enjoying nature up here. You can probably hear some birds in the background every now and then. just having a good time out of Sydney um, at the moment. So, yeah, just doing some things out out here. We've recently launched um, Asset Road as well, which is our, our business for basically a buyer's agency. We hook you up with good financial planners, mortgage brokers, and other professionals, which... Obviously, uh, that's actually going to come up in the podcast today. But yeah, that's my side of side of things. What about yourself?
1: Right, as as you know, same, same, same. Um, It is flag pie season here in Melbourne, which is good fun. Um, But yeah, we we have decided to start that company up because a lot of our listeners and you know, let's say subscribers have been needing you know a bit of help in the past with finding investment properties and professionals. So I guess. We were on a podcast with one of our friends, um, Jani, from Universal Buyers Agencies last week. And as you mentioned, mate, we were speaking about the importance of having all the different professionals around you to help you guide yourself when it does come to purchasing investment property or or a home or whatever it may be. You were very passionate about this uh, side of things. Do you want to go on a bit of a rant about the importance of having various professionals in your corner.
0: I do. I do. it's uh, so basically <laughs> yeah. like the the main thing is for me, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, or lately is in over the past probably 24 months. But everything in life, first of all, is everything in life is a competition, right? So you want a car, someone else wants that car. You want a girl, someone else wants that girl. You want a bloke, someone else wants that bloke. Like everything you want, the job, whatever it is, money, Someone else wants it. So it's a competition. But that's a complete side story. The second thing is everything is a time versus money kind of situation, right? You've got to figure out your valuing system. And and this is something that really I feel like people don't think about at all or very often. For example, if, if someone can make a website for you, let's say it costs 15 grand, people would question like, you know, how much is that per hour then? You know, you, they're charging me 15 grand to build a website. Um, how much is it per hour? So you might ask said person how much is that per hour if they say they'll do it over three months it justifies the the per hour measurement right but then you're like oh well i could probably pay someone to do it in two weeks for the same price and then you're you're sitting there going all right well i've just broken it down it is a time versus value thing uh, a time versus money thing you're valuing the time then more than the money everyone out there, you could sit down and you could hook up with all these professionals like conveyances, buyers agents, real estate agents, property managers, building and pest inspectors, mortgage brokers, quantity surveyors for depreciation, um, tax agents or accountants, all of these different professionals. You could do the research on it all. You could sit down, get the connections, but then it's a value trade-off, just like everything else in life. You're sitting there going, all right, how many hours do I actually want to spend on doing something like this? And Getting connected with all those professionals, doing the research on where to buy, doing the research on literally every single part of it, which takes a long time. What is the value versus time and money trade-off there? How much time would you spend doing that to avoid paying a fee? And how much is that fee? So it's the same with everything in life. We're talking finance here, but you know, consumption versus health, um, which partners you want in life, like what values do they give you? Even friendship groups um which coffee shop you go to why do you go to this one instead of that it's one everything is valuable and it's all a trade-off um so that that's a bit of a rant there but i hope that makes no, sense a, to all the listeners good
1: point. um okay. no they are they are good points and this podcast is really for you know just learning the simple side of things as well so when it does come to let's say buying your first investment property do you want to run through kind of the steps and the stages where you may be needing to seek these professionals in in the right order?
0: Yeah, okay. So, uh, I mean, the order's a little bit give and take because you might do one thing before the other. Some people jump the gun. But generally speaking, first of all, you're going to want a good mortgage broker. So you can sit down and go, all right, how much can I afford? What banks can I go to? What rates am I going to get? and all of that kind of stuff. In today's market, you sort of need a pre-approval anyway because everything is going so quick. It's literally, um, what's that saying? Like going out the door like hotcakes at Macca's. Yep. Um, yep. I saying. don't know if it isn't saying or not, but, you know. So you first... You're right,
1: you... Everything is going quick because I'll just quickly jump in for a second. We have had clients in the last six months, you know, we've sent them through a property the night of and said, this is a great fit for you. What do you think? Are you happy for us to put an offer for yourself? Literally, if they may take an hour to respond, when we get back to the agent say, yes, we're putting in an offer, it's already gone. So it is quite ridiculous.
0: And if it's not gone, it's had an offer on it, and then we're in a bidding war and it loses its value. So Yeah, it's not um, worth it. Yeah, it doesn't stack up anymore. But, yeah. yeah, I'd probably start a mortgage broker, get a good broker. Um, I wouldn't go bank direct personally because I've seen too many issues with that in terms of pulling credit checks left, right, and center, in terms of just not actually talking to the client about what's going on, a lack of understanding. They've got limited products. There's a whole bunch of reasons why, but it's, again, not relevant for today. Um, After that, you need to make sure that you've got a good conveyancer lined up for whichever state you're going to. A conveyancer, solicitor, whatever you want to call them, um, someone who can actually specialize in property law and assist you with that correctly. Some can do particular states whereas others cannot so you need to figure out which state you're buying in and who you want to team up with for that the next step is you need to know this isn't really a need but if you've got good real estate agents in the area you're trying to buy then you might be able to swindle a cheap deal off market listing or something like that so you then need to have a real estate agent on the ground where you're actually buying and you probably want to work with a buyer's agent to figure out where you are buying because if you haven't yeah. done all that research, you don't understand the property market, then you need someone in your corner to do it for you.
1: I was going to mention the most important factor, I, I think, is finding the right team who will guide you to the property of you know, which aligns with your goals. So first, figure out, A, does it make sense for you to purchase? B, what are your goals? When do you want to retire, et cetera, income? See what properties line up. And like Zeke was saying, they will just look after it all for you.
0: Yeah, and they take the hassle out of it too. They just do it all for you. They know the market, they know the trends, they know demographics, they know um, tenancy rates and vacancy rates and all of that kind of stuff. So it's the, they, they kind of
1: it yeah. as well. And yeah, you know all the off-market opportunities too, from real estate agents, from developers, from builders, etc. They can you know help you get a a pretty reasonable price compared to if it did go on the market.
0: And then after you're done with real estate agents and buyers agents, you're kind of onto the Area of figuring out, all right, what property managers can I work with? If you have a poor property manager that decreases your potential rent or charges you excess fees or doesn't look after things or lets tenants in willy-nilly, then you've got insurance claims and crap going on left, right, and center. I have a, a um a complex that I manage, or I don't directly manage it. My preferred property manager in that area manages about 24 of about 50 townhouses. The other 26 of them are not tenanted, they're actually owner-occupier. But when they came in to take over, we were able to increase the rent by 140 dollars a week per townhouse on average. So you're talking over five grand a year, maybe even six grand per year in additional profit. So that's pretty important. Um, as well as building and pest inspectors, if you're getting a property, you need to make sure it's clear of all those issues. Um, you've also got then the actual insurance companies. If you're getting insurance, so insurance brokers are essential, um, as well as Your quantity surveys for depreciation, that's one that people don't often talk about because you would think there's some kind of general rule of thumb, like, you know, you're buying a property worth X, you can depreciate Y, but I've seen in my time some companies will do virtually like 60% of what you actually can. Other companies will push it over, Um, then they're probably questioning an audit. I don't know entirely how they can do it. There's companies out there that'll do it pretty standard, pretty well the whole way through, get you good deductions, but you're not looking at it going, hang on, I'm going to go to jail for this. Um, and then there's also obviously your tax agent slash accountant. Like if you yeah. don't have a good tax agent or an, an accountant that understands property, then, you know, doing your actual return and figuring out how to compile all of that. I just probably named about 10 different services that you're paying for. So compiling all of that all those fees and invoices and charges along with your interest and all of that kind of thing, um, rates and all that, you've got to put them all together and get the tax deductions on them. So you need someone who actually understands property.
1: But yeah, but extremely important. I also believe the the right buyers agency company or um, you know investment consultants as well as property managers is also vital in terms of, you might invest in an area which you're currently renting for 530 a week. And then in three months later or six months later, you know, houses in that area have gone up to let's say 560, 570, pushing to the sixes. You want someone in your corner who's actually reaching out to you and saying, Hey, this is what's happening in the area in terms of the rent. We believe we can get an increase of about $20 to $30 per week. Are you happy for us to? You know, contact the tenants and, and let them know or otherwise look for other tenants to come in. A lot of property managers out there will just help you, you know, manage the property, obviously, but leave it and will not do anything in terms of trying to help you increase the rent because they're making the money from you, so they're happy and they'll just let you be. So if you can find the right team in your corner, which will continual, continually you know, pester you to say, this is what's happening in the market, update you, on whatever it is going on and to get you that rental income increase, that's perfect. Because at the end of the day, you obviously want to make sure the property pays for itself in terms of the mortgage repayments, et cetera. And that's where yeah. those professionals really come into it.
0: I'm not here to bag out property managers or anything, but something yeah, I've yeah, noticed over my <laughs> I've probably dealt with in the realm of a hundred plus um, over the last few years and, I've narrowed it down to like literally two in each state that I'll work with happily, um, maybe three or four. That, that might be a bit over-exaggerating. What I've noticed is your bigger companies, and again, not throwing them under the bus, but the likes of your hookers and all of that kind of stuff, they're generally... LJ hooker. <laughs> I wasn't going to throw <laughs> just, under the bus. Just
1: so just like people don't uh, like think you're talking about hookers.
0: Well, that would be concerning. Um, But anyway, (laughs) those are Hookers, um, you know, your Ray Whites and that kind of stuff. Because they're big organisations, their property managers are generally stuck dealing with a huge portfolio, like between 80 and 150 properties. If they're going out to that many properties per year and trying to negotiate the best deal for you, um, they're swapped. They're overworked. It's easier for them to just go, all right, we'll renew this at a $5 increase. We'll do a virtual inspection um, and we'll just keep our hands clean and do it easily. They're overworked. It's not the actual property manager's fault. It's the companies that are hiring hiring them. So generally speaking, I've had a much better experience working with smaller companies. But in saying that, as Don said, if you go to a good buyer's agent that hooks you up with all of these connections and they do it as their job, it's so much easier for you. I wouldn't bother going to a buyer's agent unless they did offer handing me um, the cards of all these different um, companies or getting me in touch with them. Because how are you going to, they might find the right property, but without the rest of the team, it's literally impossible and pointless.
1: And there are a lot of buyer's agents out there who literally just find you the property and say, all right, found you the property, mate, you are on your own. And then you're left thinking, oh shit, all right, now I've got to get insurance. Now I've got to you know, get a property manager. I've got to get this, that, this, that, whatever you know, the property may be. But a lot of people don't understand all the different professionals you need to find. So yeah, we keep we keep plugging it, but finding the right company who has everything in the corner is vital.
0: Yeah, something we haven't really mentioned there as well as financial planning, some clients do want it, some clients don't. Like if you're just doing a personal property purchase, it may not be necessary. And again, this is not financial advice. Generally, you you don't need it as such if you're doing that. If you're going down the path of SMSF or self-managed fund um, in terms of superannuation, then you may need to engage a financial planner. Again, not financial advice. So then it also becomes a matter of finding the right financial planner and what fees do they charge, what investment options do they have you in, what's your risk um, balance, all of that kind of stuff as well. What access do you have to the platform and what investment options do you have? Again, this, even financial planners, having the right connection with them, which, again, I think buyer's agents should, hence why we do, but there's just another, another big broad... Um, and then some financial partners as well
1: who don't yeah. set up the funds, they have you know professional connections who help with setting up the self-managed super funds. So the list goes on. There's professionals, professionals, professionals after another. Um, yeah, because- yeah, that's
0: right. Even just on that financial path you were talking about then with the planners, you're right. Some of them will have other people set up the actual fund. You're dealing with the ATO. You're dealing with an external company to do the fund. Then you're dealing with a company who owns the actual platform that they run on. And you're dealing with yeah. whatever insurance companies they're asking you to get insurance with as well um, in terms of if you need personal insurance like life, death, TPD, trauma, that kind of thing. So <laughs> there's so many different parts it's to sad. it.
1: And a lot of people can go out and set up their own super fund, like people can go buy their own investment property, but they don't understand what well, a lot of people don't understand, some will, the nitty-gritty, the auditing they have to do per year uh, and all the compliance checks because especially with – financial planning and self-managed super funds, there's a lot of work that you have to do. And let's be honest, no one has time to do any of that. Or if you do, it's probably the last thing on your mind that you want to do. So if you can just give that to someone else to organize and handle, like that's what I'll be doing when I have enough super in my fund. I'll literally just be handling that for a planner and a SMSF setup company to look after. I don't want it to have anything to do with it because I know it would give me the biggest headache Non stop
0: it comes down to that old time versus value uh time right. versus money right. you break down. and um yeah you're exactly right paying two and a half grand for someone to sit there and do your auditing fees and everything on a fund is definitely the way to go in my opinion yeah, um the currently problem. yeah currently all of your retail supers <laughs> my dog is going absolutely crazy right oh, no. <laughs> um all of your retail supers do all of this for you in the background anyway. You just don't know because you don't look at it. But they're obviously charging fees as well. So
1: Yeah. And when Zeg says retail supers, it's like your post class Australian super, Hester, et cetera.
0: Yeah, just your standard super companies. Just your
1: standard would be everyone knows the ads with the uh you know, the two hands over the top of each other.
0: Well, Don, there's a bit of a bit of a rant about uh buyers agents and, and a few other things, like your we, we might
1: this
0: might have all this to rant. Yeah, it's a it's a big rant that one. I um something came over me. I've been watching I watched the new Insidious the other day and then I watched the new Nun. So oh, never know I, I could be, be possessed. Um it was actually good. I was a uh, quite a few cocktails deep to be honest. Oh,
1: you're are lucky.
0: Yeah, I was going on. <laughs> so I'll, I'll probably have to watch it again and make sure I got That's the right so idea it was good um well that's that's all that we've really got to talk about in the podcast today uh hopefully that helps people uh figure out what professionals they need to work with or you know if they want to use buyers agents like asset road or just figure out what they want to do and if they want to go ahead with that time versus money value ratio guys as always if you've liked the podcast please give us a review jump on that five star wagon share it around with your mates and just give it the big old tick
1: Also, if you do want to get in touch with us, we are available by Instagram at The Finance Bible and also our company, Asset Road. Either of all, we are happy to assist
0: Jump on that Instagram, share it around, give us a follow, everyone will be happy. Ciao.
1: Ciao.